Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. I'm James Neal. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith, Jar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back far and in. Save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. The Edmonton Oilers clinch the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30, Chad. I'm so content to stand in line Wait and see Pass the time Talk a streak, fall asleep, wake up late, wine and weep, I kiss the hand, slaps me senseless, I'm so accepting It feels like that. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. That is spirit of the West. Far too Canadian. Buyer Lease, your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. All the regular Wednesday guests will join us today. Uh, already had a conversation this morning with Brian Lawton. Uh, the one we're going to have on the show is going to be live coming down the pipe at 1235. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, the unofficial president of the uh, NDP uh, support club. No, not really. At 105 today and at 135, NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. We'll get right to it. Our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, get your AC today. No payments, no interest for over a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. For the last two weeks, 
since Tuesday of last week, on a day in which we had Ken Holland, the Edmonton Oilers general manager, as well as Duncan Keith, the trade went down uh, Monday, a uh, week and a half ago or whatever. On Tuesday, Mark Spector was on the show. And Speck said, you know, Bob, my belief is that there is a uh, deal in the drawer for Adam Larson. And uh, for those of you that have listened to the show over the last 10 days, we've uh, reasserted on numerous occasions until the player signs, the player is not signed. And as this went along over the course of the last several days, the longer it went, the more likely it was becoming apparent that maybe Adam Larson was looking for something different and a different start. And so we're in an interesting situation here because there's going to be a lot of conjecture and perspectives on why Adam Larson, who is considered part of the Oilers leadership core, let's not forget the organization with Pete Shirelli in full control at the helm, traded Taylor Hall to get Larson in the summer of 2016. Um, At the time of that deal, it was ridiculed throughout the hockey world and uh, chastised to a large extent by uh, many of the louder voices out there, but also, you know, uh, fans alike. And Adam Larson came in and performed quite well in the first couple seasons of Edmonton, and then when he went through a personal tragedy where his father flew to Edmonton uh, with his mom on a, a th- what was amounted to about a 30-hour flight, and then subsequent to that was walking around in a mall in Edmonton and went into cardiac arrest and passed away. Uh, so, lo and behold, let's fast forward to the last season. Larson was a huge part of the hockey team on numerous occasions. You heard Dave Tippett uh, refer to him as part of the leadership core with Connor McDavid, Leon Settle, and Darnell Nurse, as well as Ryan Nugent Hopkins. It was my belief back in... Oilers got eliminated in late May. It was my belief throughout the month of June and into maybe the first week of July that the Oilers ultimately would certainly re-sign Larson. In fact, in May, I thought the Oilers would re-sign Larson and not re-sign Nugent Hopkins. Instead, the opposite has happened. I think many of you get it. You understand the fundamental crux of the industry. The player, when he goes into free agency, has the opportunity to... um, make a choice Uh, for those of you that have experienced personal tragedy in your life sometimes you know as an example maybe you're at a restaurant and you had a a grandparent that suffered a heart attack in that situation maybe you haven't gone back to the 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 restaurant again maybe those sort of things uh, would affect somebody maybe tax is a matter not sure, but I totally respect that Adam Larson had the opportunity to uh, to make a decision, any decision, to go anywhere he wanted. That was his prerogative as becoming an unrestricted free agent. And now we see how the uh, Edmonton Oilers react in concert for it. So no question about it. It's a loss for Edmonton. The Oilers' leadership core over the course of the last two seasons, the years in which Edmonton finished 12th and 11th, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Darnell Nurse, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Adam Larson. I thought the Oilers might lose one of Nugent Hopkins or Larson. I thought at one stage it was going to be Larson or uh, Nugent Hopkins. It ultimately turned out to be uh, Adam Larson. And it also reinforces an adage in sport. Regardless of how much money you have to spend, how wealthy of an organization you are, 
If you do not draft and develop, you will not have success. And if you take a look at who the Oilers' best four players are today, and granted they were gifted from the gods, and you might argue it happened twice, not once, but twice. Uh, Everybody knows that Connor McDavid, a generational superstar, the Oilers got incredibly lucky winning the lottery in 2015. I'll never forget what Corey Clouston said to me in 2014. Stoff, if the Oilers get Leon Dreisaitl, they're going to win the lottery. He's the best player I've ever coached. And I'm like, well, you coached Spezza and Danny Heatley. They were pretty good players. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you this right now. Drysaddle's going to be pretty good. But the Oilers' four best players were drafted and developed players. And I just want you to think about something. You get the players in a normal draft here. The way the process works is the kid's at the draft. He goes up and the family goes up. To the owner's suite at the draft, you meet the ownership, the president, the general manager of the club, and all the key people. And an emotional investment starts at that point with that club. And it, it, it I think it buys currency long-term in the relationship. I can tell you right now that one of the fathers of um, a player that used to be in Edmonton still contacts me on a regular basis. The guy hasn't been on the team for five years. Just to check in, see what's going on. Unorders drafted and developed players. So it tells you something right there. So tough day in oil country, no question, Adam Larson. Um, at no point, if you were listening to the show over the course of the last eight or nine days, was there any belief that it was fait accompli that Larson was going to re-sign with Edmonton? And it's completely his choice, and maybe at some point we'll have a bit of an explanation as to why he made the decision he did, because a lot of it, people would look at it and go, well, you're on a, in an organization – with Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, Darnell Nurse, those are pretty good building blocks. Ultimately, he made the decision he did. There were people in Dallas today, by all signs, it looks like Jamie Alexiak is signing with the Seattle Kraken. There are people in Dallas that are thinking the same thing. Jamie, you know, Jamie, you're part of a pretty good. They got Miro Heiskin in there. They've got uh, Sagan and uh, Ben. Maybe they're not quite as offensive, anywhere near as offensively prolific as Drysaddle and and McDavid, but. Good pieces nonetheless. Guys love playing in Dallas, no state tax. And Jamie Alexiak ultimately chose uh, Seattle as well. Seattle's obviously done a pretty good job in selling free agents their story. And again, to me, it just reinforces. you got to draft and develop your own. It's your best chance to build successful long-term relationships with players. How does Edmonton respond? That is going to be the question. This is the point where I mentioned to you that Tyson Berry, also represented by CAA, uh, Barry represented by Pat Brisson. J.P. Barry represented Adam Larson. Dougie Hamilton is with that firm as well. Of course, there's been a lot of conjecture about Zach Hyman. I think the Oilers are in a decent position on the Zach Hyman front, and a lot of you are concerned about the price point on Hyman and the term length because Hyman's going to be 29. But this was – it, it's interesting – I thought Edmonton was going to lose Jujar Kara, but I did think it was a distinct possibility that they could lose Adam Larson. And if you listen to the show over the last eight or nine days, you know, I didn't sit there and just say, oh, they got a deal. I never felt that way. And uh, so Edmonton loses. A, he's a good guy. Uh, he's a good person. Uh, he played well despite a very difficult personal situation, which you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. And frankly, I just wish the guy the best of luck. 
Uh, you know, he came here in a trade for Taylor Hall, and, and there is a percentage of the fan base to this day for God knows what reason that hates Taylor Hall. I'll never understand it, but that was a trade that a lot of people panned. And Larson, for the bulk of the time that he played in Edmonton, was a pretty good player. And so it will be a loss for the hockey club. What do you do now? I'm just going to throw a couple names out there. A lot of people have mentioned David Savard. He's 31. I don't think David Savard's as good a defenseman as Adam Larson. I'm concerned about the foot speed. He's not 28. He's 31. Tampa played a specific style. I, I think he was insulated a bit in his role. Um... I've brought up Yanni Hawk. Uh, Hawk and Paul is obviously going to cost a lot less. Defenseman out of Carolina, sort of the new type of shutdown D, is six foot five, rangy, right shot. Uh, the one problem for Hawk and Paul is when he makes a mistake, it often ends up in the net. But he is a guy that appears to be on the press. He's a third pairing guy at this stage all day. I'd suggest I'm not sold anymore that Savard's a top four. He was a couple of years ago. I'm not sure that's the case now. Travis Hamonic. I'd have time for Travis Hamonick. He's got to come in way cheaper than uh, uh, Adam Larson did. And then the other end of it is, do you circle back to Tyson Berry? I think the Berry camp gets it. They understand the fit in Edmonton. If you get Tyson Berry, you're going to have to do something different to change the complexion the makeup of your defense because I'm not necessarily sold. You can go Barry, Baron Bouchard. And Evan Bouchard has to be a part of this long term. So we'll see what the organization ultimately does. Uh, when we come back here in Oilers Now, and we'll tell you that you can text us at any time on the Ashley Pine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. You can tweet us at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. We're going to get to uh, NHL today for elite promotional marketing. We're going to hear a clip last night from Inside Sports, Sam Cosentino's overall assessment of the 2021 draft class. I know I actually went to Rogers Place and for the first time in over a year saw several members of the uh, Oilers organization. We were shooting a panel down there today. And... Uh, it's going to be interesting times. I have a feeling, I will say this, I have a feeling as a result of what occurred this morning, there might be a little bit more activity. I don't want to overpromise and under-deliver here, but I, I think things are about to get a little bit more interesting than I think maybe I thought a week ago, a week and a half ago. And again, I never just automatically assumed Larson was going to sign, but I thought there was going to be a chance. And now that Seattle has signed him, I'm going to be really intrigued to see if that sends up a, a chain reaction with a couple other moves. Time will tell in that regard. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Reminder, you can reach us at any time the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. The patio open to all ages at the River Cree from 11 until 11. Uh, they just wrapped up the market. By all reports, it went terrific out there at the River Cree. The province is back up and at them. The River Cree Resort Casino is back up and at them. Excitement, bet on it. We'll hit on the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
Seattle expansion draft, the NHL draft, and NHL today when we return on Oilers Now. It is currently 1220 in Edmonton. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. We're focused on the expansion draft uh, today, and we're going to provide you some information in that regard here shortly. We'll tell you that Oilers Radio and 630 Chat is your home for live coverage of the 2021 NHL draft. Find out who goes first, uh, who goes first overall, and who will don the uh, Oilers jersey. Tune in for full coverage around one, beginning at 5 p.m. this Friday with Reed Wilkins and myself, and then again Saturday at 10 a.m. The 2021 NHL draft is brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork, a legacy of excellence on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chet. All right. Um, we're going to focus on the expansion draft and uh, the updated rumors uh, that have come in. Nothing official, but this is what's been reported on a multitude of fronts. For NHL Today, for elite promotional marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Uh, Again, our top story today for Legacy Heating and Cooling, the Edmonton Oilers uh, multiple reports. Have had, in fact, I will tell you right now, uh, Ken Holland received a phone call last night and or, or a message last night. Adam Larson will be... Uh, with the uh, Seattle Kraken uh, for this upcoming season. Brendan, do you want to run down the rest of the uh, rumored uh, selections at this point? Yeah, sure. Uh, Anaheim taking Hayden or Hayden Fleury of Anaheim uh, out of Arizona. Tyler Pitlick, Jeremy Lozon from Boston, Will Borgen from Buffalo, Mark Giordano from Calgary, Morgan Geeky from Carolina, John Quenville, Edmonton area product from Chicago, uh, Jonas Donskoy out of Colorado, Gavin Bayreuther from Columbus, not Max Domi, Jamie Alexiak out of Dallas, of course, Adam Larson from here. Nothing reported out of Detroit yet. Chris Streger from Florida, Curtis McDermott out of Los Angeles, Carson Soucy out of Minnesota, Kale Fleury from Montreal, Kelly Yarncronk from Nashville, Nathan Bastian from New Jersey, Jordan Eberle from the Islanders, Colin Blackwell from the Rangers, goaltender Joey Decord out of Ottawa, Carson Twarinski from Philadelphia, Brandon Tanev, four years left, three and a half million dollars on that contract, but they got him out of Pittsburgh, Alexander True from San Jose, Vince Dunn, St. Louis, Yanni Gord out of Tampa Bay, Jared McCann from Toronto, Cole Lynn from Vancouver, Vitek Vanasic from Washington, and Mason Appleton from the Jets. All right, so the biggest story, obviously, is that involves from a purely Oilers-centric position, uh, the fact that Adam Larson has uh, worked out a four-year uh, ex- uh, contract with the Seattle Kraken. Uh, a couple other news and notes here. Mark Giordano with the Flames. I wonder if at some point, depending upon how Seattle does, I mean, Seattle's going to have a big physical defense. Uh, I mean, they've they've got Alexiak, they've got Larson, they've got Carson Suse. That's interesting to me. Uh, does Giordano at some point get flipped during the course of the year, or does he end up being the first captain in Seattle? Uh, time will tell in that regard. Chris Dreger, rumors are of a three-year deal, $3.5 million with the Florida Panthers. Curtis McDermott, hmm. I believe the LA Kings were looking at turning McDermott into a left wing to get a more playing time. I'll be intrigued to see where he plays. He's tough as nails. Again, uh, you know, we had some discussion yesterday as to whether or not the Oilers need to consider adding a fourth line left wing that can toss them, especially if the team ends up moving a guy like Zach Cassian in the offseason. 
Zach Cassian, contrary to popular opinion out there, uh, would have some uh, trade currency in the league. You still need a little bit of muscle. He's big. He can skate. He has had two seasons of 15 or so even strength goals. Jordan Eberle versus Josh Bailey. Uh, appears as though the, Island, the Islanders are going to lose Eberle. I, I could have gone either way there. A uh, little bit surprised with Ottawa, with Joey Decord. Obviously, a belief there that uh, Decord might be able to grow and develop as a goaltender. Pittsburgh putting Tanev signed by the previous regime. That happens once in a while. St. Louis on Vince Dunn. By the way, the Flyers... I still wonder if something's up with Philadelphia. Again, this does not factor in trades. These are just the players rumored to be selected. There can be potential trades as well. Uh, Yanni Gord, that's an interesting one. A lot of people thought that uh, Tampa Bay was going to end up uh, moving a couple assets to Seattle uh, to take Tyler Johnson. It appears as though Yanni Gord's going to be the call. And a lot of debate between Dylan DeMello and Mason Appleton. A couple other news and notes around the league. It's been reported uh, multiple uh, locations now. Taylor Hall on a four-year contract extension uh, with the uh, Boston Bruins. Um yeah, uh, and again, I've have. Well, let's just say that's uh, looking like that's an inevitable fit there. Uh, good player, Zach Hyman's going to get more term than that. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And there's going to be a lot of the same people that had thoughts on uh, why it was good for Edmonton to move Taylor Hall out. Would be the same people that say, well, no, 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 you, you know. You got to take Taylor Hall over Zach Hyman. Uh, again, Boston was going to have the first chance to sign Hall. The uh, Oilers were going to have to have the first chance to sign Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Toronto still has a chance to sign Zach Hyman as well. And I'll be intrigued to see what ends up transpiring once we get into free agency week today. But uh, we're going to get some more information during the course of the day on trades itself involving the Kraken. The names are out there for some of the players, but we don't know if some of those players are tied as a contingency to, uh, you know, pick allotments, maybe going to Seattle or something along those lines. You're going to want to hear Brian uh, Lawton when we come back in Oilers now because he had a pretty interesting comment a week ago on where we were at with the negotiation at that time that was ongoing with Adam Larson. But first, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Of subtle spices. Will Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.